Okay, I'm here at the San Francisco Game Developers Conference, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Jan Worgen. I'm the Chief Technology Officer at BigPoint. Okay. And what's, what's BigPoint do? BigPoint um, has been building for eight years now really, really rich MMOs um, in, 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 in Flash, in, um, in Java, and ActionScript. So we've been, we've been around for quite some time. We have 50-plus games in our portfolio. Okay. And so, so you're pretty much running 50-plus MMOs. Yeah. Um, and you've grown you know, substantially over those eight yeah. years. Then. And we run them in over 30 languages. So we're <laughs> everywhere. So, um, um, so you have to internationalize all of them? Too. Yeah, yeah. They're all fully globalized, localized. We make sure that we keep the flavor. And you know, we um, yeah, we've been we've been doing this all across the globe. Okay. Um, you know, after say one or two or three MMO successes, what inspires you to do fifty? And um, you know, how do you how do you maintain that? Yeah. Well, we want to tackle different universes. You know, we have all kinds. We have racing games. We have yeah. space games. We have um, submarine games. We have fantasy games, and we also have different user bases. So we have the really hardcore gamer that want to battle in in space. Then we have the others that want to go into a cute fantasy world. We have others that want to do sports games. So we want to make sure that we really tackle all of those. And then at the end of the day, we maintain the really, really strong teams and make sure that they keep at it, and we keep pushing content to those games so keep them alive yeah um so in terms of keeping them alive um what do you exactly do because it feels like it's running an mmo is like a marathon to yeah. oh, it's, certainly it's, it's, it's very hard work but the fun thing about that is that you know with an online game that you can play in any browser you can push content at, you know a daily yeah. weekly rate you can re, you can interact with your community you can really respond to what they're looking for and you we have a lot of lots of lots of events going on and and, and and you know extending quest lines and that keeps us busy and our users really excited about the games um, you know and since you guys started there have been huge shifts in the industry um you know, did you catch those shifts early on, or did you have to kind of adjust and adapt based on those shifts? You know, we talk about the freemium model that's come through the browser-based MMO, which seemed ridiculous at the time. Um, you know, how it's it has been a great ride, and it continues to be one. I mean, this year we're going 3D um, within the browser in an MMO, um, you know, and we're going cross-platform, which is really exciting, which hasn't been done before. But um, you know, over the last over the last years, yes, I mean, people have, you know, they've grown. We have grown with the market. The, the our users have grown with us. We just, you know, broke through our hundred millionth registered users um, on our sites, um, and so that's 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 a that's great that's a great story, and it, it keeps us fresh, and it also allows us to constantly push the envelope. We don't go with one technology we look at what's out there what is possible you know, we do this year we do on java we do on unity so we're using whatever we can do to really bring the best experience to the browser um, when you talk about these new technologies do you then apply these new technologies to your older mmos or do you use them for your future mmos moving forward i mean are the older mmos usually on an older technology or do you just focus on the customer and just be like okay well now unity is appropriate for them now iphone's appropriate so um, usually, what we do is we, um, you know, we keep supporting our, our our classic games, yeah, because we have on 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 some of them we have 40, 40 million registered users and and a lot of them playing those games and have been playing them for years. So we still support that, and those are still going very very strong. However, um, especially when new titles come out, like we just announced Battlestar Galactica Online, we certainly want to push the envelope and we want to then invest in in, in different technologies. This one we're doing um, with Unity, so getting a really really rich experience with the Unity player. So, and at times we're also looking at how can we bring that game that has been such, so strong to the next level. But yeah. what we usually find is that our players, they, want to, they like the universe and want to play that and want to keep staying in that one. Okay. Um, you know, do you, think, do you think Unity is something that's going to be permanent moving forward? Um, where do you, I know there's this 
battle now. There's this yeah. perception that actually Unity might replace Flash. Yeah. Um, you know, since you've already developed yeah. MMOs in Flash and you're looking at Unity, wh what do you think? I don't think it's necessarily going to replace it. I think um, you know both both technologies, both players, and and 2D versus 3D. They they have, they have you know, you've seen this on social media these days. I mean, they're going to have their their target, and there's things you're going to do on those that make more sense to do them in that technology or in the other. If I want to build a space shooter, well, you know, I can do that in 2D and 3D. What's what, what do I what, what vision do I have, and what do I want to realize here? Yeah. Especially if I look at Battlestar Galactica online, I of course want to make sure that it looks as closely to what I've experienced in the TV show than um, what I will experience yeah. going forward on on on, on in, in the browser. And so for that, I think Unity is a great platform. And especially when you go cross-platform, it's even better to go with something like Unity because it allows you to port to these platforms easily. Yeah. Um, you know, let's talk about then TV versus game mixes. Do you do you feel that that's the right combination, or you know that's it can help with the marketing, but do you think that that is, is going to be necessary moving forward? Where do you see that going? I think it's a combination. It's okay. not. It's not. It's not absolutely. It's not a necessity. It's something that can be great fun and it can be very rich as a universe. You can build games from the ground up that create that universe, like we have with Dark Orbit or with Sea yeah. Fight. But then, of course, it's fun for us to take a title, a license like Battlestar Galactica Online yeah. or Battlestar Galactica, and turn that into a massive multiplayer online game and 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 build on top of that rich, rich storyline and universe. And of course, users um, and, and and fans of the show they love that. Yeah, and so yeah. it's it's fun for us to do that. So, but you can do both things. I think I think it's really it's really about you know how good is it going to be at the end, and how are you going to keep evolving it? And you know, let's shift then into maintaining the MMO. I mean, do you usually just have since it's all in the browser? Do you just have players come in and play maybe three, four, five MMOs at a time, or is it usually one person is dedicated to one MMO, and then you release another MMO for another segment? Or? Well, with our big, big titles, they have been with that MMO and they live that MMO and have been for many, many years. And um, you know, we have we have players that then say, okay, I want to as as kind of a, a different experience. I want to do the fantasy versus the the sci-fi. Yeah. You know, and th so they like that. But we have players really hooked to some, and they're in huge raid guilds, and so they 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 really stick with it and they really really stay with that game. And, you know, some of the other, we talk about some of the other trends like browser-based and freemium business model, but some of the other surprises have been these social games and asynchronous gameplay. So, you know, this concept of, hey, we need to have these real-time servers, we need to get everything going, that may not, do you feel that's going to be more relevant moving forward? Do you feel that the asynchronous gameplay works for the masses? Yeah. Well, I think that in general, with you know the, the 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 social the social element coming into these games, we've opened up a whole new um, group of of gamers that have never been there before. Yeah, and so um, with that come different styles of gaming. Not every game needs to be, um, you know, running again in, in real time anymore, and it doesn't even make make sense to do that. So it's, I think it's really about understanding what game do we want to design and what makes most sense. And again, I think it's not about who pushes the envelope the most when it comes to from a graphics point of view sure. or from a, you know, how do I translate that into a, a, an experience? But it really comes about how how good how good is the game from its story and its core? How well do I understand what I want to achieve with that game? And then what's my channel? And that channel. You know, can be a web browser. That channel can be um, a smartphone, or it can be a social media platform. Okay. Um, you know, the other thing about those games is you mentioned pushing out content. You know, weekly, um, and those thirty international languages. Um, do you have to push that content? Do you push them all out at the same time, or do you test it in a few languages and then move it out to the other ones? That seems very 
drastic to do, <laughs> to do 30 lanes. Yeah, I mean, it always, we always like to come also com um, connect that somehow with events that take place in the real world. So if you have certain holidays, you yeah, know, we yeah. do something for the holidays. And holidays differ in, you know, 30 plus different um, countries that, that, uh, and languages that we're doing that in. So, um, so uh, you know, at times they're happening um, at the same time. At other times we're, we're really tying them to special events. Do you have to customize the prices and... Um, the leveling structures and all that other stuff based on the nationality, or do you no. keep that the same? No, that that we keep the same because it's really it's really about the game, deep deep game balancing, um, yeah. and that that you know in an MMO stays the same no matter from where I'm playing. Um, let's talk about the game balancing. You know how how do you effectively balance these games? You have 50 games, yeah. you know, over 50 games. So do you just have a balancing team that? applies their knowledge to everything. I mean, we have lots of core services here where we say, you know, this, uh, this is, these are um, rudimental uh, mechanics that apply to an MMO, and we have to understand them very well. However, um, of course, you know, it differs from firing a cannon on a, on a, on a battleship uh, in a fantasy environment or actually in a real-world environment versus a, a, a laser or, or rockets in a, in a spaceship, yeah? So, so we have to understand what's the effect, what do we want to, what do we want to achieve with, you know, Doing something like that, and then and then make sure that that works well. But you know, the other thing that you said about is also to make sure that in a, in a freemium model, that you know, you can have that entire content through playing through it, but also balancing against people, um, balancing the skill that you yeah. acquire over time against people who say, "I want to get ahead by by spending money on it." And so I think that's a really really inter interesting aspect of the balancing part. And you know, we talk about um, in. In the preparation for this interview, we talked about some of these other kind of mainstream themes like farming yeah. and restaurants and, or whatever else yeah. is going on. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Um, is that where everything's going to go? Because, you know, before it was the understanding, oh, we're going to provide this intensive fantasy yeah. world. Yeah. But now it seems that yeah. people just really want something that is kind of their yeah. daily life. As I said earlier, I think it really depends on, you know, who is who are playing these games. And I think with, you know, social media platforms and what's happening there, you know, we have new gamers coming to, um, that have never gamed before, that have yeah. never played before. And it's, it's, of course, fun to build something for them that they really enjoy. And and that, at times, is just a very different setup or setting than, you know, the hardcore gamers that we, we also served and have been serving to for many years. Sure. And, you know... Another paradigm is user-generated content in games. Is that something you guys are looking into? Is that where, where do you feel that's going to go? So I think I think we're just starting out on that one, and, and yeah. the industry itself is starting out on that one. I think one of the first things that we're seeing is that you certainly you can post, and this is user-generated content in a sense that you can post your high scores. You can you know invite your friends to play against each other. You can you know do all kinds of interactions that that can generate um, you know a, a kind of um, um, content for the game in itself. But I, I would say this is again something to, uh, that the the industry will explore um, going forward. Okay. And, I mean, where, what are other trends that you feel are going to happen to the industry or in MMOs um, moving forward? Uh, since you're running all these MMOs, you've, you've seen what's going on and you've, you know, seen all these different trends that have happened. I think I think one of the things that's really going to explode, um, especially in the U.S., is going to be really the the browser-based gaming. Yeah, and 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 we've seen that in the social yeah. setup, and now we're going to see this in a really really heavy MMO setup and in space shooters and fantasy games within the browser, based on on the players, and then of course cross-platform, so that I'm really not tied to 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 my PC at home, but I can keep take that with me really. And yeah. so that's that is I think going to be something that we will see much more of um, going forward. And have you looked, or have you guys, you know, in Japan, these mobile MMOs are actually overtaking the PC MMOs, so where do you feel that's going, and is that going to disrupt 
everything, even browser-based. I think, I think again, I think it's, an, it's, it's really an addition. Right? It's, it's making me independent, like the cell phone did, independent yeah. of, my, of my fixed line at home. Yeah? And that's going to happen to the games as well. And some of them, uh, maybe even, we see this with you know, smartphones already, are just suited great for, for, for a smartphone that you couldn't, you know, tilting you can't yeah. on your PC, right? Yeah. You don't want to exactly. tilt your PC too much. Yeah. But, but, but you do that on, on smartphones, and you have, have a great gaming experience with that. So I think, again, I think it's, an, it's new dimensions that are starting to open up and that are also allowing us to really be portable about these games and some of them might even just simply work better and at the end of the day on, 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 on different devices. At the end of the day it's really about what's the best target device, what's the best gameplay and how do I realize that with, what, with the technology that I have available or the device I have available. And for game developers, do you think that can there be one universal game that everyone wants to play, or do you think you have to target these niches? I know these farming games have kind of come a little close, but I mean, what, yeah. what do you feel? Kind of like Google is like this one search engine, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the way the games work, it's like you know you have fifty different titles, fifty different yeah. demographics. You know, it's like it's, it's like I don't think that you know people will wear one brand, one clothing yeah. brand. So I think you know they're going to be very very different um, games. Going to be they're going to be out there and very very different levels of how deep I get into the game and how much time I spend with the game. I think one of the things so that is that we are starting to see is that you know the entry barriers to games are becoming lower and lower. So that people yeah. really want to immerse themselves very very quickly into these games, but then also want to have that open end and go really deep if they want to. Yeah. So it's really it's really kind of a my, my own personal choice of how much time I want to spend and how deep I want to interact. And, um, yeah, so any other last suggestions then for people or small game developers who want to run their MMO or who are running an MMO? Well, check out BigPoint. We're a publisher as well. So oh. we, have, we have our dev lounge where you can really upload your games and you have immediate access to over 100 million users. Yeah. And, you know, we make it easy for you to host and to build. I mean, we, we have over 150 different billing systems. So I think looking into the, basically what I'm saying here is looking at, at the web space, yeah, and the browser-based online gaming space, that's, that's really the place to be and I think a lot is going to happen this year um, well hang on let's talk about this publishing a little more um, I didn't know about that um, so what exactly do you do with the publishing and, and who are you targeting like what games are you open to publishing yeah. anyone Anyone. If you have a great idea, you know, go go to, to our dev lounge at Bigpoint. Um, we have lots of documentation how to get started quickly. And again, you have access to you know our 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 backend services, and you can really be successful with great ideas. And that's what we're looking for. I mean, it's about great ideas in this industry, right? Yeah. And uh, not necessarily about how how much um, you know do I start from the get go, or how far do I push it. It's about you know having fun with those games. Okay, great. And so, what's what's the URL exactly for the site? Good question. <laughs> okay. Big, bigpoint.com. Just go to bigpoint.com. Great. Thank you very much.